0: Greetings, heathens and heretics, and welcome to episode 50, um, our fucking half-century, which I don't think any of us really expected to get to, but, you know, we're here, 49 episodes of metal-loving, often nonsensical, sometimes controversial, sweeping statement-laden metal buffoonery, but we are still here. I think we should thank everyone that's been listening um, from the start, and those that have joined us along the way, and those that might join us this week, Uh, it's, it's, it's been fun there's been some some good episodes there's been some slightly less good episodes but yeah maybe we'll talk about favorites a bit later um but look yeah we're here thanks to everyone for listening all over the world we uh picked up a couple of new listeners last week in Nepal so they must be earn fans i'm assuming um yeah which is great um to celebrate all that um we've sold out like we've completely fucking sold out we've we have a discount to offer our listeners, which is this is just, I know it's it's appalling, but you know what? Let's just do it anyway. You probably remember Alex Palmer from Seventh Circle Artworks was on the show four or five weeks ago. Um, and he's offering 10% discount off all his products across his websites. That's all his jewelry, his merch, everything like that to our listeners, which is nice, isn't it? You know, he ships worldwide, so it doesn't matter if you are in Nepal or Canada or bristol it makes no difference um code is abyss10 that's abyss10 um that gets you 10 percent off everything on his website so go and spend some fucking money and support someone who does something very fucking cool so that's, that's that by the way
1: that's handy because i was uh i will be meaning to get old with him and ask him for something so
0: and you know what he, he uh he also does custom jobs as well so uh yeah check out his website seventh there's a link in our link tree on our socials as well so Go and check out. And Padre, yes, he ships to Italy. So 50 episodes in the bag. Um, Our very own voice of reason has compiled a list. And we all love a list. Um, We all love a countdown. It's not a final countdown. Definitely isn't a final countdown, which I'll talk to you about later. But this is... So 50th 50th episode, five decades, 50 albums, 10 from each decade. Um, So what was your criteria? Fill us in on that so we know where we stand on this
1: obviously i've been going through my metal journey and discovering all sorts of wonderful things and rediscovering the classics that i'd uh, lost track of um and in the process of that you end up creating playlists on spotify and putting albums and chunking them all together and at the same time you're you're having conversations with mates about stuff and what you're into and where do you start? Where? What's good for that kind of thing? If I was into, if I wanted to check out more fresh, what would I do? And I ended up just sort of coming up with an idea of a retrospective of metal because, like you say, I like lists. Lists are great. Um, and when you've got people asking where to start because you're talking about something that's so huge, so big, and it's like comics, it's there's decades of continuity and history there. Where the hell do you start? And you can just dive into the good stuff, but if you want to discover it maybe chronologically and see its evolution, maybe try and cultivate something properly, curate it rather. And so I just came up with this idea of you know, 50 albums over five decades, 10 albums, 10 albums per decade. And I've used the word definitive in the past, which no Padre had a go at me for, but maybe a summary of the of, of decades, just to see, yeah, you, know, you know, it might be fun to actually listen to them myself and see how see how metal has evolved over those 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 decades certainly between 1970 and 2019. So that was a core idea and I was coming at coming at it from a very metal angle, less hard rock um, because then you get all sorts of um, family trees sort of sticking out all there and everywhere you're covering grunge deeply, you're covering alternative rock, you know rock and roll bands, it, it's, it gets big so I was trying to stick to metal but the 70s as we'll see is a bit of a blurred line because it's still in its very early days as we as we know metal isn't it so yeah yeah, that'll be that'll be a conversation but yeah um and what i was trying to do is i was trying to consider i suppose four four things obviously the quality of the album because i didn't want crap albums on the list influence on metal as a whole um but also maybe wider pop cultural impact uh was it newsworthy for example did it have an impact on the charts uh and sales as well because i mean you know there, there's some some of these albums may not have sold well and some sold gangbusters but i was trying to get a balance there so those were my, those are my ideas because some of these albums are not my favorites of the bands in question because i didn't want it just to be the best albums i wanted just to you know like i say summarize the decade as its as metal and as, as its place in in our in our culture but let's obviously go for the good stuff so yeah, if, I suppose yeah. If a mate came to me and says, "Give us, give us some good stuff. Give us all the albums." Where, where, what, what do I listen to? What's What's going to get me into metal? And I can say is, here's, "Here's fifty albums over five decades." Um, and that's it, really. It was a, just a bit of fun. Nothing, nothing fancy. Just forty the laugh. Um, I think I did it's set a just wall. just a
0: bit of fun that he spent about six months doing.
1: <laughs> just here and there, here and there. But it's um, I think my idea is I didn't want to have more than two. Sorry, more one band, one album per decade. So we could have a band being different decades, definitely. Although we broke, I broke that rule in the first decade, funnily enough. But um, yeah, yeah that did. was kind of that was kind of it, really. That was my only rule. But yeah, it's a starting list. I think I'm certainly there. Certainly, albums here we can probably get rid of and uh, replace with better ones. I've seen some, some of your suggestions, but yeah, I think overall, I think it's a solid list. But by all means, it's if we're coming up with a. A podcast
0: list of this let's uh let's crack on all right so no, you started at the start obviously um black sabbath black sabbath i don't think any of us are going to argue with with that album's position in in, in metal as a whole We're, you know we can we can kind of move on from that straight away because no one's going to disagree with that um but you've also got paranoid in there same year came out in 1970 same as the debut Obviously, Paranoid has the title track, the most well-known Black Sabbath song there is, and it has some great songs: War Pigs, Iron Man, and so on. But but why i i why Paranoid over 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 Volume Four? If anything, for me,
1: yeah, um, I think it edged it basically because I think the, the Gulf of create the creative leap between that debut and that second album in you know in the space of what six seven months, yeah. Absolutely huge, and it wasn't just a creatively, but the fact that they came up with just such—I suppose for want of a better word—hits. I know they were single hits in the charts, but as metal goes, um, throughout its history, these paranoid war pigs, Iron Man, but also stuff like Planet Caravan, Fairies Wear Boots, Electric Funeral. We, we, it's almost the best of in it itself, really, and I think it just always stood out a lot more for me than Master of Reality in Volume 4. Uh, Master of Reality, it frustrates me because th- th- you've got a couple of instrumental things there and a bit of restraint. And you've only, it's almost like you've only got five full songs there, really. It's its not enough. And even though you've got probably the best Sabbath song with Children of the Grave...
0: Certainly the um, best Sabbath riff.
1: Yeah. And Volume 4, I, I think my, my, my challenge with Volume 4 is... Again, massively influential, heavy, deep and you know a big deal. but I think I think it was a lack of probably accessibility and hits that kind of just sort of lost me on this list. because I, I, I do want a bit of accessibility on this list because I want to you know, if you're going to entice people in, you've got have you don't want to have it too too much. And I think Volume 4 is great, but I, I, I think just Paranoid just edged it for those reasons.
0: Oh, it's a fair argument to be fair <laughs> I, I, I can't really uh, I can't really throw anything back at you I mean for the reasons yeah right um that what's more controversial though is Led Zeppelin four it, okay I mean Zepp, Zeppelin are a band that divide opinion anyway and they they've they got moments of absolute greatness throughout their career but they've got also got moments of of absolute toss um Led Zeppelin 4 is obviously a great album and it's got some, it's got a, a certainly important song to Padre and Black Dog.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah. But it's got rock and roll on it as well. That's a damn good song.
0: It is It is a great song. And I know it's got Stairway to Heaven, but look, my favourite Led Zeppelin album is Led Zeppelin 3. But that that is, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's kind of a different formula to most of Led Zeppelin's albums, isn't it? So I, yeah. I wouldn't put that in this list because it, 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 does It goes against the grain a little bit. But, yeah. but what are the reasons for Led
1: Zeppelin 4? Well, I think with the 70s, I was admittedly struggling because, again, it's if, if metal was born in the in 1970, it's a child in the 70s, isn't it? It's still learning about the world. It's still playing with things. And it's only in the 80s when it's a stroppy teenager and doing all sorts of different things that it dis- discovers its various identities. Um, and heavy metal... We've got to remember that heavy metal was a bit of a vague derogatory term back in the day to refer to anything rock hard rock that was loud and angry and unlistenable and nonsense and and whatnot um and the fact is in the early 70s you had the the big heavy metal free in led zeppelin black sabbath and deep purple but also bands like status quo were regarded as heavy metal <laughs> Now, very mind, Yeah, that's it. You know, albums, albums like Piledriver. Um, yeah, they, they were heavy heavy metal, but yeah, we 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 we're not talking a very defined uh, genre at that point in time. Um, but it becomes more so through, through the seventies, as we're about to see. But I think I think with Led Zeppelin, because if we're talking about original classic heavy metal. You can't escape them. You can't escape their presence. And Volume Four is such an iconic album across the board. Um, Like I say, Free, I love Free, love the acoustic sound on three, but yeah, it's not it's not heavy metal enough. And One and Two, lots of gospel, lots of bluesy stuff. It's very hard rock, but it Do doesn't you... touch on the heaviness. Yeah, the... I
0: mean, I I agree with you on that, but it. If it had been released in 1970, because obviously we're not talking about the 60s, but Led Zeppelin 1 was out in January 69, so it's you know yeah. it's too far back. But that was released in 1970. I would say that has a bigger clout than than Zeppelin 4. Um, you say, yeah, there's there's a lot of different things going on, but it is a heavy album. And you've got stuff like communication breakdown, which that really is an early that's almost early new wave of British heavy metal type thing. Cause it's two and a half minutes. It's like galloping. It's fast. It's quite heavy. You've got stuff like Days and Confused," which is my favorite Zeppelin song. It's prog metal. I, I don't care what anybody says, but it isn't. It's not a seventies album, so I suppose it does fall out. But for that, if you're talking Led Zeppelin, it would be the debut album for me. Okay. So fuck you.
2: <laughs> I I I have to go with Shaggy on that. I think. It's, it's one if you're going to pick one, you know. It's
0: just 11 months um, too early, but, you know. Mm. And it's the front cover and everything as well, the, the whole package of Led Zeppelin one. It's just, you know. Yeah. Bobby Ford's
1: for an old idea. man picking up sticks, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, which, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fucking,
0: by that, by that point, they were so off their tits on LSD and God knows what else that I don't think anything really mattered. There's a couple of others that are in there that are obviously Judas Priest, Sad Wings of Destiny. We don't need to talk about that because that's that's a given. That's you know, it. That, that kind of kicked it all off, really. And for um, me, again,
1: it's not. It's nowhere near their best album at all. No,
0: no, it, no, it, no. You
1: gotta. It's a good album, and that's where metal sound really. Yeah, kicked
0: in. yeah. That that impact of that album is. is you, you can't question that at all. No. Um, similar can be said for for Motorhead's Overkill. Um yeah. People may say Ace of Spades, but I think that's a little bit lazy. I think Overkill was their most complete work at the time.
1: Yeah. There's more going on. Yeah. More going on. I mean Ace again, the eighties is always gonna be spoiled for choice. And I don't think the Ace is anywhere near as good as a lot of the albums that are on my list. But the problem here is it's very it's very one dimensional. Yeah. I think Ace. Whereas Overkill's got yeah, more going on.
0: Yeah, Overkill's it's complete. It was Mohead's best work. By, by a long shot, yeah. you know, it's um, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, like the couple that we need to um, argue about so Rainbow Rising is in there as well, which is absolutely fine, no issues with that. Deep Purple Machine Ed as well, yeah, that's that's a given. Another one that started it all.
1: You, you can't, you can't listen to you know, Highway Star and exactly. nothing,
0: yeah, Come on. yeah, there's, there's no argument there at all. But the, the, the other three, then, a the Kiss Destroyer. Um, Van Halen's debut and Scorpions' Love Drive.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: needs to be
0: the Van Halen debut. It
2: needs to
1: be
0: in there, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I think
2: because we agree with
0: that. It's, it's not. Um, it's
2: not just the songs. It, it's the. It's it's the impact it has. It, it's it's a game changer because, in terms of guitar style, and for example, you know, bands before, like Deep Purple and um, Led Zeppelin, had put their guitar player like front and centre, like, you know, very interesting. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Like, Ritchie Blackmore's phenomenal plays, You know, he's very unique character, but <laughs> then Van Halen comes along and it's just like, what is this? You know, I mean, yeah. and then, and Lee Roth is a front man. I don't think you can really say much about the other two because they're just like, oh, I don't know, there's nothing really stand out about the drumming and the, the bass play. but, you know, We've always party. said, haven't
0: we, that Van Halen were born a stadium rock band. They were never anything Yeah, else. yeah.
2: This is the thing, though. I mean, <laughs> from a studio perspective, Jimmy Page is fantastic. But I mean, I've I've met people who who saw Led Zeppelin live in the seventies, and they're like, you know, they were never that good live. Stop Jimmy it, Page was the word I heard. Yeah, didn't yeah. translate live. They weren't like really tight, and and I think it gets they get put on a pedestal as a live act because of like Nedworth or the the song remains the same at Madison Square Garden the the documentary and all that kind of stuff and like I mean I I reckon that if if you've seen a lot of if you had seen a lot of bands around that time and you went to see Led Zeppelin you'd probably be like yeah look forward to it yeah I had a good time but would you come over again that is the best live act I've ever seen probably not depends what Um, drugs you're on at the time oh yeah yeah
0: but no yeah but I would agree on that Van Halen's book and it's 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 um. It's, it's the line that started Megadeth, isn't yeah. it? Mustaine heard Allison playing "Running with the Devil" in his flat, and that's where it all kind of started. So, yeah. So they it's, get the blame for that.
1: I mean, that's, that's I mean, you got you, you got to look at, yeah. You but know, the impact on Shred, yeah, so, Shred yeah. definitely enough. You know, even if you say we're well, a hard rock band, I think it's that speed, and that technical wizardry. Yeah, it's well, You know, he, um, he
2: really did. Like on that album, Eddie Van Halen really did tap into something new. I mean.
0: Yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's let's move on. Um, um all right so Kiss Destroyer. I, yeah. I I'm, I'm not the biggest Kiss fan as as anybody who knows me will know. Um and I'm not actually all that familiar with Kiss's 70s output album-wise. I'm I'm an 80s Kiss man. So what's what's it all about? What's what's so important about Destroyer? Well
1: it's it's again this this is where yeah. Admittedly, I was sort of struggling to sort of identify stuff that was metal enough without using other other artists. And I think, again, no one is metal enough. I think it's all very hard rock with early heavy metal kind of regard. The thing about Kiss is that their their 70s output is up and down. Um, the early stuff, those first three albums, they're OK as, as hard rock goes, but it wasn't until that they released Alive that they... Uh, got yeah. the attention, and then the first album after that was Destroyer, Now Destroyer is a great album for what it is it's, I think it's hard rock but it just it just touches the metal boundaries but I think when you bring in their show, you know, what they did and how they did it but also if you compare it to someone like Alice Cooper who again was regarded as heavy metal in those early days, but a Wasn't lot heavy of yeah yeah. his early 70s output it's hard rock at times otherwise it's musical uh grand guignol theater it's lots of piano lots of you know stuff that you see in the west end of london it's not it's not metal it's it's dark whereas kiss kind of did that but just got that sort of blend better and i just feel when you consider the impact again they made on culture and upsetting the parents and the look and the, oh, yeah, the comic books, the, the merchandise. Um,
0: is this where accessibility is a really big thing, though? I think so, yeah. The yeah. mass appeal of Kiss in the 70s was just ridiculous, isn't it?
1: But, but this is interesting, because Kiss never had a hit single in the UK in the 70s. It wasn't until, right. uh, I think, uh, Crazy Crazy Nights that they had a, a hit single. Yeah, maybe, maybe Lick It Up, I don't know. But even I Was Made For Loving You, which was the disco song, yeah. And I I like that album that uh, that's from. I, I I do like that, even though it's a controversial. But that was that didn't even make a chance in the UK. But they still had a fan base. They still managed to get through enough and make an impact on certain artists who who loved Kiss and went on to form various hard rock and metal bands in the eighties. So oh, fuck it, yeah. The, the it, influence on
0: other musicians is yeah. is just in America especially. It's just insane.
1: So yeah, it, it was one of those where I was. I thought, you know what? It kind of just makes it, and and it is again, it's an iconic record. I think Destroyer from that point of view.
0: All right, fair enough. I take, like I said, take you where. I'm, I'm not all that a okay fait with '70s Kiss, so you know. Um, that's, yeah,
1: that's the one to check out.
0: Yeah, um, look, Scorpions' Love Drive was the last one on the list, and I think you're probably right because the only other '70s Scorpions album you're going to probably talk about is Virgin Killer, but. Love Drive, <laughs> they they stepped up to a to a much more accessible beast, didn't they? And I don't think they they don't get enough credit for the influence they have on heavy metal. I think you, bear in mind how far back they go.
1: Scorpion. Yeah, that's that's it. And again, this is where I was really scrabbling. And you know, Scorpions. It's I mean, Love Drive. It, it's a it's a great album, but it's not like regarded as a classic album, is it? Really, I mean, people will talk about Blackout from the eighties, which yeah. I'm happy to talk about If need be but I, I don't rate that album I think it's okay I don't think it's anywhere near as good as, as people say it is quite frankly and it's certainly nowhere near the, the other albums Well
0: you had love at first thing as well didn't you in the early 80s which when they, they again they yeah. almost yeah. that when they started almost becoming a pop band they were that popular
1: Bear, bear in mind Scorpions they were they were um, cra- you know a crowd a crowd rock band to yeah. begin with yeah. and were Accept which I'll you know, mentioned, but I think when they their third album was was in trance. I think that's the other good album. Virgin Killer is all right. Um, uh, it's highly it's
0: highly play. regarded though. Loads of people love Virgin Killer.
1: It is highly regarded, but I, I don't. Yeah, I think the that and the other one they did, which was regarded as a power metal influence. Oh, I forget what it's called, but yeah, in trance is good. But Love Drive is a very consistent package as a whole. I think. The reason I'm including that is, again, it's more metal than other hard rock artists of the 70s. But I think when you're talking about European metal, the impact on the European market, it was massive because it was that album that I think prompted Accept to go metal and move away from their sort of hard rock, crowd rock sort of thing. And it was then that, you know, after that, you had bands like Warlock forming and the German metal thing start to sort of really develop. Blackout, yeah, Blackout was commercially successful, but the, the board had already started started rolling by that point. I think Love Drive was the one where it, it was because up, up until that point, metal was a very Anglo-centric thing. Britain and American in, in the different ways. Yeah, that's fair. And I think Love Drive was the first great metal album by a non-Anglo band.
0: All right, fair enough. Well, look, that's the 70s. Um I, I will put this there's this ridiculously long list up on social media over the course of next week as well. So, you know, we can, we can go back <laughs> on it and we'll see how many uh, arguments that causes, but look, yeah. we're going to the eighties now. And, and it's this, this is where it's going to get interesting. I think the eighties and nineties for, for us at our age, you know, obviously we, we've, you know, we did three entire episodes about the nineties, but the eighties itself now, this this is a there's some there's some in here that are so blatantly obvious we don't even really need to talk about them. Appetite for destruction, yeah, obviously, rain and blood, obviously, master of puppets, obviously. Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz.
1: I think you gotta look at where he, he was. It was it was a rebirth. Again, his impact on metal in the eighties, uh, certainly from a, a news point of view, was a big deal. How many bands did he take out in the eighties as support that went on to massive things? Yeah, because...
2: I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I I don't know if you can say, oh, because he took bands out in the eighties that no, makes the album. No. I mean, no, no. Are, but that's, are we talking that... about impact? Are we talking about the albums? It's like, I,
1: but I think that's what that's where it's. I don't say where it's, it started because that it was a rebirth for him. It's a great album. I certainly think it's, it's, it's the best of his eighties albums. And I just, I, I just think that it, its place, its place in eighties metal is is very, very distinctive. Um, and you, you can't really think think or talk about eighties metal without talking about Ozzy Osbourne, I don't think. And because- yeah, that, I,
0: I I completely agree with that. I'm just, and I, I get that Blizzard of Oz is obviously, you know, obviously the rebirth. But <laughs> Die of a Madman, Bark at the Moon, obviously came next. But that's is that not when he, you know he made that that extra leap then he was no longer the former singer of Black Sabbath he was then just this whole fucking entity in himself and I, I don't know whether Blizzard I don't know whether I would put Blizzard of Oz in there I, I don't know I mean Padre what, what, I don't know what do you reckon is he just is he just being a fool
2: <laughs> I don't know I think I think I, I find it interesting that you've you, okay so you've picked that album and you've talked about Ozzy but you haven't mentioned Randy Rhodes now that's why I, I have yet
1: that. yet I was about
2: to mention it. No, no, you had a chance. You didn't <laughs> mention it. It should have been one of the first things you mentioned. Um, because, you know, you, you, when you talk about, like, the impact of that album, a lot of it has to do with Randy Rhodes' guitar play. Yeah. Um, and it's, and, and it's like, you know, you've got Van Halen comes along, and Randy Rhodes would have been up there with Van Halen if he hadn't died. Um, yeah, 100%. And, and we'd had more albums out of Maybe he would have left at some point and gone on to do his own thing. That's just like you know, what if? But you know, there were. I mean, I mean I'm sorry. Like, I know Zach Wild can play, but like, you know, is there any fucking comparison between? No, Randy it's not Rhodes even close. No, I mean, none, none, of us, none. of us. None of us saw Randy
0: Rhodes play live, but yeah, we all. Yeah, we we all know that.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Look, my 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 issue with with the 80s. List here, Okay, number of beasts I made. Fair enough.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you go fair enough on that one, I've got, I've got to step in there because I, I, I think it's fairly obvious why you've picked Number of the Beast. You know, obviously that's that's where Maiden went from Maiden to fucking Maiden. Yeah. But in terms of, I don't know, when you throw in all the criteria, is it Number of the Beast? Because, and, and this is going to be a really controversial thing. Musically, it's is this one of the weaker albums out of their I, 80s run
1: i i i'm not going to argue with that I'm, I'm really not um but it's still at the very least a good album a, a really oh, good album. yeah
0: don't, don't get me wrong That's this is maiden if, we're if, talking about but
1: if it was if it wasn't a good, good album i would absolutely not be including it but because it is is you know good, decent it is it, up for contention I just feel like I say the, the 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 impact of that album across the board <laughs> just so huge. I think it's almost impossible not to you know, to pick to pick another one. I think the only other one you could probably choose instead is Power Slave.
0: Yeah, because of because that's when they went that's when they went global, and that's when they they really broke the states. You know, everything changed for Maiden, 84, 85, Live After Death. You know, that's when they hit an absolute peak. I would have gone with Power Slow personally for that reason. Because that's Yeah, I, I just... would
2: I would go for I would go, yeah. hit, I would hit go the, the, the
0: absolute But at the same time, the impact that Bruce Dickinson had, it's you just can't. It's one of the biggest moments in music. That the decision to get that man in instead of Paul Diano, I mean, what a fucking decision.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that's because if Maiden had carried on with Diano, they wouldn't have got past eighty-four. No, no. yeah, I I, I get it. I would have gone with Power Slave anyway. So you know, but that's that's it's
1: like like you say, I'm 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 not right, I'm not wrong. It's uh, it's you are wrong, berated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what about Precinct screaming for vengeance and and not British Steel? Well, I I don't know. Like Padre, you have you have you you have your say. I don't.
2: I don't know. I i'm not that familiar with the album so i don't know i mean i would have gone for british steel if i was going to put a priest album in there but i don't like my i've got it looking at the list for the decade yes there's some very justifiable choices first you've left out 1988 it's not even in there on the list right so why aren't we talking about like justice for all so far so good testament to new order um even seventh Son is 1988 my biggest gripe is 83 i would put killer mwan you've got three albums you've got three albums from 83 you've got def leppard mötley crue and what's the other one you put and, in there? and
0: and holy diver i agree with two of those and you'll know which one i'm going to disagree with mötley crue um, yeah <laughs> yeah well, back in mötley crue mötley crue <laughs> i i, I, I don't not... give i don't give a flying fuck how big mötley crue got and how and how many how many women they slept with and how many records they sold and how controversial they were. They don't belong in any fucking list of anything <laughs> to do with recognition for heavy metal. I'm sorry, but no. I'm sorry, yeah. they, they're I, a fucking I, I, I joke.
2: Would, I I'd go for that and I'd I i am sorry I kill them all, got to go in there When you talk impact. Yes if I know if we're gonna talk
0: oh. hair metal alone. So if you, you got your hair obviously Motley Crue I get way it's in there, you know, the impact hair metal, all that. Why, why, why we're we not looking at metal health quite right? Same year, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I know it's the early days of of hair metal. Doc and Breaking the Chains came out in eighty one. That's a huge influence on glam metal. Uh, not, maybe not the strongest, was, but but a big influence. It, it
1: was, yeah. I mean, it came out in France in eighty one. It didn't come out in America till eighty three, uh, and it wasn't. And that was a struggle. It was only the second.
2: It was the second Look, album. Listen, where... you've got to put Killamore in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. to do it Right. Right.
1: I, I. I. have. I have rules, <laughs> and, and you know. And the rule was one album per band per decade.
0: You broke that rule with Black Sabbath, you fucker.
2: Yeah, Sabbath. exactly. And also, and also, but, but what you've done is Sabbath. you've 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 straightjacketed yourself because it forces you to overlook contributions for specific gears on the basis of well i can't have more than one band i mean I, like but i mean but then you, the, you're then on the other side you're talking about like impact and things like that fuck's sake kill them all or or, or even if, if again impact where's bonded by blood I don't think it's good. no <laughs> okay so what you, you just you're just basing it on your perceived per- your perception of how quali- how much of a quality album but then again if you talk about impact, well, it well
0: it does it does matter it's got yeah it, it, you know, yeah it could be yeah, influential but I, I, still shit
2: yeah but yeah but on what on what basis are you, you you stacking influence and impact against quality this is this is this is the thing this is what we've, we've talked about this before with when well, we've talked about how albums get reviewed
1: i, I think like the danger four
2: stars five stars all that kind of stuff the
1: there's no danger it's it. a list
2: it's a list it's <laughs> not gonna harm you
1: no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it my way no i wasn't gonna have a, a different album from each year that was i mean christ look at the later years there's barely anything for five years in later decades um you, 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 like you, you, you just missed 1988 right, on, 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 on. <laughs> i will finish i think the danger of the 80s was probably it becoming just a fresh, a fresh list you know i could I, I could have i could have had there's no Megadeth album in my list. There's no Anthrax album in the list. And I say there's no Exodus or Testament. Actually, spoiler oh,
0: alert: there's no Megadeth in this entire fucking thing.
1: And that's and that's open to debate. And I, will, I, will, I I struggled. I wanted to put Megadeth in, and I was just wanting to put other albums in more. That's it. But if I put Megadeth in, I got to put
2: Anthrax in.
1: That's kind of how I was looking at it. Because no, you don't
2: board. have to. You don't. It's it's not. i have got to do this. <laughs> so therefore, I've got to do this. But if you think. That,
1: if it, <laughs> Peace and Among the Living, they are both iconic albums. So, yeah, so and metal is, I was trying to think of metal as a whole in the
0: 80s. All right, so, so why did you specifically go if, you, if you're going by your rule that you, you broke right from the start? Yeah. If you go, why did you go with Master of Puppets over Them All then?
1: I think, I th- again, I think just trying to get the balance of the, the quality of the music. Uh, the overall impact and influence on metal as a whole, I think that just edges it. And I know I know Kill, em, Kill Em All was was the first thrash album. I get that. Um, but it just lost out because I think, in terms of music quality, it's not as good as Master of Puppets.
0: So why have you got Shout of the Devil in there? Fuck, fuck you and your fucking music
1: quality. For fuck's sake. Like I say, that's... that's yeah, because Shout of the Devil, that's...
2: yeah, it's such an awesome album. It's got like, I mean, for <laughs> fuck's sake, Kill Em All's got... Kill them All's got some absolutely amazing. I mean, there's not much filler on that album. And 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 again, it's like it's like um the other week when we interviewed the record shop owner. He's like, they wrote massive Puppets when they were 23. They wrote Kill them All when they were fucking 18. It's
1: a um, um, glam you... metal
2: album. That's that's all it is. It's the it's it's glam metal album. Yes, but album. You, if you, but if you had played it sensibly, you could have put Kill them All in that and you could have also at the same time acknowledged Mustaine's influence on the 80s because some of his stuff is on. On Kill 'em All, so you know you haven't played this smart. <laughs> I've never claimed to be smart though.
0: I, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm with him on leaving stain out of it, but that that might come up a little bit later. That's, you know, um, yeah. Um, Def Leppard Pyromania, I agree with that. We we were arguing a while back, weren't we? Hysteria and Pyromania, which is a the better Def Leppard album, which has had more of an impact, and I think we we eventually came that Pyromania. Yeah, it's, it's just got that. It's still got that little, that slightly raw edge to it.
1: It's that but if, if, if you're looking at production, it, it's not just about music. The influence on production across eighties pop and rock music as yeah, a whole, yeah, yeah. fucking hell. But I mean, you, you can listen to every sort of every glam glam metal band after, and it was just trying to wait that. But I mean, yeah, all, a... all
2: I can hear, all I can hear, is the sound of goalposts being shifted. Now, now we're talking about production. <laughs> It's just like, you know, do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a list and I'm gonna put you on it.
0: Right look, the the biggest the, the biggest one in this in the eighties for me coming out taken out of this list, because most of those are fairly obvious. The last one on the list is Faith No More, the real thing. I'm I think I think I'm with you on this. I think that came out in eighty-nine and you think what, what happened in nineties music when everything became a little bit more alternative, Faith No More. You know, yes, they they are very much lauded for what they've done, but I'm not even entirely sure they get the credit they actually deserve for what came after. And they were yeah. doing this in the '80s.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when I when I talked about this list previously, so so this is the second time I've had abuse for this list. Um, <laughs> That's I, good to know. I, I, I did I did initially included "Slippery a rep bon, by Bon Jovi, but I thought, you know what, they're. I think Padre was right. The the They've, they've permeated, permeated pop culture to the point where they don't need to be on a list like this. We also talk about Napalm Death Scum, which, yeah, massively influential, but we're not talking about big sellers, but you know, maybe it's going to be a, a very niche taste, so I just avoided it. And I just, yeah, I heard Faith No More one day and it just occurred to me that maybe, yeah, they. it was a very 80s album. First and foremost, I think we only talk about them with regards to the '90s, and yeah, technically, yeah. it's when "Epic" was released as a single in January 1990 that they really broke. broke. Yeah, but I—it's still a very '80s sound and vibe and and look uh, that they did. Um, and I feel that because I was—I I really wanted to put "Angel Dust" in the '90s list, but I, I juggled with things to the point where I thought, you know what, I think real thing probably is the bigger album of those. Of my criteria, if I don't want to you know, Algae Dust is more influential across metal as a whole, but I think the real thing is, yeah, overall, had a bigger impact.
0: I think the um, release the release uh, time makes a difference, coming out in the 80s, yeah. that's, you know, yeah, they're, they're just one step ahead of the pack, I think, is, is the
1: way you look at exactly. it. Exactly, and I think it's a metal album, I know people listen to it and say well, it's not really metal, no, it is. No, yeah, metal, yeah, it is. M.R.'s it is. riffs are metal, they were yeah. just approaching it from a very, very different angle, and you know, look at look at the impact it had. So, yeah. I, I think I think you've got to acknowledge that.
0: Well, we'll certainly acknowledge that more than we will Motley Crew. So there you go. <clears throat> right, look the nineties. Right, the okay. So I'm, I'm yeah. sorry.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Looking like, like, <laughs> at this list. Right. I mean, I'm 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 getting a vibe from this list, and I think this list is in 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 essence discriminatory. Because again, you've missed out 1990. There's nothing for 1990. It's like. You you're refusing to acknowledge Rust in Peace. No,
1: no, 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 no. But... I, I want to, but what what else do I get rid of? That's the question. It's like No, say, because you haven't
2: I... got the fucking year in. You haven't got nineteen ninety. <laughs> I'm, like <laughs> I'm not saying right, what's my
1: nineteen ninety album? What's my ninety one? I I haven't. No, it's easy.
2: Nineteen ninety, Rust in peace. It's a fucking no-brainer. It's not but... even up for fucking debate. Oh,
0: I wouldn't put Rust in Peace in there.
2: What for 1990?
0: For night for the 90s. If we were just talking about 1990, yeah. But we we're talking about so, the 90s as a whole. What,
2: that year just isn't in the
0: 90s. Not it is not in this if list. We've that's just erased
2: that year.
1: <laughs> but and I, and I will say for record, Rust in Peace. That's that is that's in my top five Met albums of all time. So it's not like I dislike the why album. The the fuck didn't you put it in?
0: <laughs> well, look, let's 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 go through it. Let's go through the 90s yeah. for, the, for the rest of it every other year well no not every other year in the 90s is covered but oh
1: god oh god no I'm not even second no. half
0: yeah yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah it, did, it did tail off a little bit let's put it that way um, but yes we have covered New Mail, by the way Look, you, you kicked it off with the Black Album I think that's fairly obvious lazy yeah. but obvious you know I'll give you that sorry yeah um, Vulgar Display of Power why, why that over well far beyond Driven more than anything well
1: you- honestly, I was actually, I think after I made added it to the list, I was debating whether to have that or Cowboys from Hell because I think I, I think it's a better album than Cowboys from Hell. It's heavier and more, again, gets that balance of what they did. But let's be honest here. It was after Cowboys from Hell that the groove thing kicked off. And the Black album is a groove metal album. It's not a thrash album. It's a groove, album, groove metal album. The White Zombie thing as well, they hits in anthrax did sound of white noise and i think cowboys from hell was the starting point for all of that so i i I think there's a a good good shout to have that instead but i I just think bulb display overall across those board was just now as a criteria a bit more
0: this was always going to be a tough decade and yeah oh god yeah
1: i I, yeah i lost i lost sleep over this decade
2: (laughs) all right steady on um is that, is that why you miss years out because you just won't focus because you've got <laughs> like i mean like the, the other thing i mean i'm sorry this 90s list is just it, it it's an abomination
0: i wouldn't quite go that far <laughs> i mean there are there I mean, are there got, are definite things missing no, I, you know i 1995 I 96 97
2: 98 okay what did, did in flames release nothing in those years
0: I'll go well, I'll. I'll come. We'll, we'll come. Yeah, to yeah, Sweden. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We, we, we will ahead. come to Sweden because that's. Let's. 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 If you're that's yourself, a. That's a, that's a big
0: fucking Swedish yeah. elephant in the room. That one. Yeah.
1: If you're so obsessed with years, let's do things by
0: year. Let's. Uh... No, fuck that. We'll be. We'll be here all week. Um. And people will get bored. Um. that rays against the machine. Reds against the machine. We're all in agreement with that one. I don't think we would. Yeah. It is what it is. Alice in chains. Dirt. Why. Why that over the other big three grunge bands, for instance?
1: Uh, I I would probably say they're the, the most metal, and I wanted to incorporate and include grunge on the list because you you have to acknowledge it, and it's placing. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree with that.
1: And that I mean that album is just so so brilliant across the board, and I think it's the head you know it's the heaviest of those albums. I would say um, it's dark. It's <laughs> again the impact on a lot of stuff going forward. The angst, new metal. I think such a big deal with with Alice in Chains, but it was genuine, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah, that's why I included it.
0: I think that the, where I would be torn on that would be Bad Motorfinger. I think,
1: and, and again, I love Soundgarden. You know how I feel about that band, but I, I feel I think I think Dirts are just a better, better album. I think it's just heavier. I,
0: I agree. I agree, but I think I, I think overall, I would be torn between the two. I mean, Bad Motorfinger is. You know, there's so much Sabbath in that. That it, again, it is it is a metal album. It's not a grunge album. It is what it is. But yeah, that that would be a tight call. Um, Self or Chaos AD, instead of a Rise, um, but or instead of Roots as well, for that matter.
1: I I think the for me it's it's that bridge. It's the bridge between their old school thrashy death sound and their newer school newish, rooty, tribal thing. It's You know, Sepultura are a very 90s metal band. I don't think you can talk about 90s metal without talking about Sepultura. I think Chaos is AD is the best representation of that overall.
0: Padre, you're the Sepultura man. What do you think?
2: Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone for Um I probably would have gone, if you're going to be the 90s, roots. But I mean, I would have put Beneath the Remains in, in there in the 80s. Um, Rage Against Machine, definitely. Obviously, Black Album. I, I I agree with Pantera too. Um, that is a better album than Cowboys somehow. But I mean, I'm I'm just I want to get to the elephant in the room. I want
0: to. Well, let's let's um before we get to the actual elephant, let's look at the the steaming pile of elephant shit that it's that it's there. Um, right, heartwork. work. Now that obviously that needs to be in there. Um. You, but, you've got, but also
1: 90s death metal. You've got to, I've not been able to sort of act this. Death this death this death
0: is yet. this, this is where I'm going. So, you've obviously got Sweden, which you've completely ignored. Um, and shame on you for it. Um, you've got no Inflames. flames, there's no at the gates, there's no entombed. See,
1: slaughter of a soul Slower
0: that's that's of the what... soul
1: was on the list. And I, again, it was juggling things and I'm just trying to consider all, all of the different things going on. The 90s was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous for, 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 for potential and, and whatnot. And, well, that's
0: why it took us six hours to talk about it.
1: Yeah, and that's why I slaughtered the soul. It kind of lost out because I think hugely influential and a great album, but of course, you know, they, they split up just afterwards. It just wasn't a big album across the board. It, it was a cult album.
0: Yeah, it's, what you, it's it's a mic drop moment though, isn't it? They came in, they did Slaughter of the Soul and they yeah, fucked now, off.
1: I mean, I, I mean, I, as as much as, yeah, you know, like I like Inflamed stuff, I would I would certainly choose Slaughter of the Soul over any 90s Inflame album for this list.
0: Well, I mean, musically for me, I no, I, 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 I'm i a bigger fan of Inflames back then than I am at the gates, but I think Slaughter of the Soul should be in there. I think yeah. Slaughter of the Soul should be in there over Burn My Eyes. That's, that's more the point I'm making, I think. Heart work stays... I would take burn my eyes out straight away. I get why it's there, but I, yeah. I, I would take that out and put and store the soul would go in. Yeah,
1: that, that's it. again impact overall. It's it's for what it is. It's a great album and it was a big deal. So,
0: I'm not knocking burn my eyes again. Impact. We keep saying that because that's a precursor to new metal. If you ask me, it's just it, again it, it it bridged metal into a into a new market almost. That and obviously the corn debut came out in the same year, so. But we'll come back to corn. This is the first black metal album in the list, Emperor and the Nightside Eclipse. Why that over anthems?
1: No, it's, you know, it could have been both. But what I was, I think the angle I was coming from is I kind of wanted to acknowledge that early period of black metal and what was happening around that time. Um, you could argue that anthems is certainly maybe a better album, but it it is. Was after it was after all everything happened. And I kind of wanted to acknowledge that period of black metal because it's a big deal, and I felt that was kind of the compromise, so to speak.
0: It's, it's difficult to pick between the two because, yeah, yeah, you're right. It, in the night side, that it, it kind of defines that era of black metal. But anthems is is the next step, isn't it? That's, they they yeah. took black yeah. metal to yeah. a whole new level with that album, and look at the influence that that has had on all the all the other stuff that's come after it. So. Difficult one to pull. Difficult one to call that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, but yeah, that's that all. for the purpose. Of, for the purpose of what I was
0: doing. Just before we do the last couple, because we're getting into new metal territory now. Um, you talk about nineties death metal. There's, you, you, there's no death on your list anywhere. Now, I certainly the nineties for me. I, and obviously, obviously the eighties. You've got scream bloody gore. You've got leprosy. But the nineties is where death was special. Yeah. Um, sound of perseverance, symbolic, human. This is faultless stuff. So where the fuck is Chuck?
1: <laughs> I think it, it simply comes down to, you know, when you've got 10, 10 albums a year when you've got so much to choose from, um, something's got to give. Simple as that. Part
0: so really, shaking his head.
2: There's no, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I was no trying fucking to... Chuck. It, it, it's just, I'm, 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 I'm incredulous. I mean, I'm just like, again, it comes back to, I think this list just reeks of discrimination. You know, it's, it, it, the, the bias here is just disgusting. Like, let's leave, let's leave years out. You know, let, let's just not, let's just overlook bands. Why are you so you specifically know? worried about years? Just because, you know, because <laughs> they're, they're, some of those years contain albums, which could arguably be put into this list. Um, I mean, I mean, you've got, you, you've made a suggestion your own day.
1: What about jacobian Times by Paradise Lost? Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's one of my favourites, but it's it's finding space for it.
0: All right. Um, tool, Anima, or Anima, or Anima, or whatever you want to call it.
1: That, again, that did make an, uh, one of the early drafts. It really did. Um, and for reasons, I, I got rid of it, as you'll, we'll see later.
2: Let me guess, because you fucking laminated the list, and then you couldn't go back and add stuff to it. That's what <laughs> you did, didn't you? you laminated it. You laminated it. And you didn't have the wherewithal to say to yourself, hang on a minute. A whiteboard marker will write onto a laminate and you can still wipe it off. You didn't think about this, did you? No, it's my laminating machine broke. Go right, to a uh, fucking space uh, station <laughs> shop and get it fucking laminate. Some coming up these fucking excuses.
0: Let's <laughs> let's quickly touch on new metal then, because we have we haven't got much choice on that. I just said about corn. That's fucking corn's obvious. It's got to be in there. There's no doubt about that. Um and then slipknots debut as well. Of all the I mean, obviously it was the only album that came out in the nineties, but it's the only Slipknot album in your list. So yeah. is is this there purely on on, on its impact and how it shook uh, yeah, the world kind yeah. of thing?
1: Yeah, it, it was a big fucking deal. I mean, obviously, yeah, I could have chosen IOWER for the naughty's, but again, it's struggling to fit it in. Um and I I I just feel yeah, that album was such a such a massive impact at the time. It just wins out. Alright,
0: so, fair enough. That's it. It's fair enough. You're probably right, to be fair, it should probably be in there. They, they when they came along, it was just it was a case of we we already had new metal, but they've always had that death metal influence as well. And so they took new metal to a new extreme and everyone was going nuts over it. And you know, they were the 90s sleep token, clearly.
1: <laughs> that's a bit unfair.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, before we go on, how the fuck have they sold out Wembley Arena? I'm sorry. Are yeah, it's sold out. Look, fair play to them and everything, but what the fuck is going on? I'll leave it there, but I'm not I'm not having it. They're not a metal band. For a start, I don't know why metal magazines and the metal press are all over them. They're just a fucking indie band. Fuck off. <laughs> Get off my fucking internet. Just just fucking go away. Um so the 2000s, should we talk about that?
2: <laughs> yeah. um, you would have to
0: yeah well, well we, yeah we kind of do there's, there's some stuff in here as well which I need to question it's, Linkin Park
1: I struggled again it's it's well maybe not a struggle but I think those first five years there was a few things to choose from so
0: yeah see this this list actually only goes up to 2005
2: so I mean again let's put Linkin Park in there but let's not put Rust in Peace no, I mean, no, no, what, 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 is,
1: what is what is going on
2: what, what is this
1: we can take Linkin Park out now. I, I think there's other stuff that will win out.
2: I'm quite I, You know, I mean, you know, thank God Google Docs are editable
0: because I, I, I tell you what, I'm I'm going to go in there and I'm going to fucking delete Hybrid Theory because yeah,
2: get get rid of it, get it, get it. Because... I, I don't want to see it on my on my my, my screen.
0: While get I it. don't specifically have issues with Linkin Park, I think in the context of of uh, of this whole episode,
1: I think. Like I say, for, for, for reasons I've probably got rid of Bon Jovi, we can get rid of Linkin Park again. They just, they, they've crossed that Rubicon into public consciousness where we don't really need to include them on the list anyway, even if they were, from a new metal perspective, metal. Yeah.
0: Well, I've taken Linkin Park out, which is the year 2000, so I'm sticking yeah. Brave New World in there instead.
1: Yeah, and I think I know what you're going to say about why you, you why you want, want this in.
0: Because you've got Number of the Beast in there. You know, you've got the return of Bruce Dickinson and Adrian Smith. Everything fucking changed. And, and you know, they went on to have a whole, almost a whole new career from that album. And I know it's not all been great, but Brave New World is good. Dance of Death has got some great moments. It's got, it's got some awesome songs on it. Marry, and, and wonderful death. album
1: cover. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
0: no um and a matter of life and death is up there with one of my favorite maiden albums so but you know brave new world kind of started that and it's again it's got some great songs and it's got a couple of iffy moments granted but when that came along and bruce came back and they did the big show at earl's court it made him a back i
1: think i and think back, yeah with a bang yeah i mean if you think, if you think of, of where traditional heavy metal was in the late 90s it was yeah the pits. I mean, yeah, I mean I got into Iron Maiden in nineteen ninety six because Best of the Beast came out. And I was like, Oh, I actually liked every Iron Maiden song I've heard, why not give it a go? And that fact changed everything for me. But yes, I was as as deeply uncalled as you were gonna get at that point in time. But it was imperulgence completely. You yeah. had your new metal stuff, you had your futuristic tribal stuff. And also I want credit for not including Fear Factory, because I could have done. I could have included the manufacturer. No,
2: no, you not you don't there's <laughs> I no credit to be given. given. No, no, um, no, well, no I give
1: it. myself credit. So there you go. No, no, anyway,
2: no. You, you don't give yourself credit. No.
1: I'll give myself credit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna.
2: Yeah,
1: I am a. Yeah, I, I, I fully appreciate that album. Probably was the catalyst. I think for me- for for classic, proper, traditional me- heavy metal coming back in the 21st century. Because obviously we got the metalcore stuff with Killswitch Engage, except which was touching on that. And then we had like stuff like Trivium Ascendancy, obviously, Power Metal got bigger, etc. Yeah, Brave New World is probably what reawakened all of that.
0: Yeah, 100%. And it was the first time we all saw Maiden as well. So, <laughs> from a personal point of view, it's, it's got a massive impact. So, and look, Out of the Silent Planet, one of Maiden's best songs for me. Such a great, great song. So that's that's the, the the first one. We've got all the way to the nineties before we've actually replaced an album. So there you go, Made and above all. So we talked about Tool and Ema just now. You've got Lateralis in for the ninety, or for the two thousands. I'm, I'm, I'm lost on that one completely. Um, yeah. Bear in I mind, mean, I find tall boring as fuck, but
1: yeah. you, you do. But I, <laughs> I think again, it's it's a great album. You know, it's for it's for colour they actually brought in. Honorable was quite. I think was quite bleak album in, in a lot of ways but lateralis was much more vibrant um, but it was I've, yeah it was so acclaimed across the board and i think you know the prog metal thing that really really pushed sort of after that point was probably more down to lateral, la, lateralis than onima and i kind of told us such a big deal i kind of wanted to include them somewhere and again the 90s was just such a struggle it's like i kind of took them out and settled in the noughties list. So
0: they're in there by default then?
1: Yeah, I, I think to, uh, they need to be in there somewhere.
0: Fucking fuck, talk. Um System of a Down, Toxicity. That's probably about right.
1: Yeah. Again, I mean, like I say, I prefer the first album, but it just, I think, metrics Toxicity, probably.
0: And, and again, they, they, they crossed, they, they bridged, didn't they, into popular culture. And, and Yeah. You know, Chop, Chop yeah. Suey was massive they got they got full respect for the guitar tone on the album as well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, this, yeah. But for I know it's obviously all down-tuned and everything like that, but it, it sounded great. Right, Converge, Jane Doe. Um, oh, fucking, I suppose we've got to talk about this. I don't like Converge. I've tried so many times. They don't do it for me. Padre, I can't imagine you've ever even listened to Converge, but I guarantee you, you won't like them. Um, I know this album is massive for you personally. And but what, yeah, no, I think I think
1: there's best, it's open to removal. But I I think from again, from a metal core perspective, it it was big guns. And if you think about a lot of the kind of stuff that came out in the noughties, the Screamo stuff, the the Widley trying to be post hardcore but really super heavy, it's all down to that. And as much as we can say we don't like that, it wasn't very good, it was a yeah, it was big. Um. And I think, yeah, Jane Doe is is such a such a momentous album from that perspective. I kind of wanted it there, but I couldn't it, tell it, whether
0: the CD was skipping or not, though. That was the problem. I don't know, but um, yeah, that, fair enough. I, I I get it again, but fucking just no. Um, Ramstein Mutter, yeah, that's probably when they 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 made that step up to arenas, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, everything just got bigger.
1: And, and again, so many people who who aren't into metal and don't like metal always seem to oh, oh Rammstein, they are entertaining, though. I come yeah. to see Rammstein. So again, they've got that sort of appeal. Yeah, pop, they, they, so. yeah,
0: they, they 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 cross the cultural plane, don't they?
1: That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we first time we saw them, my flatmate, who it wasn't into metal at all, he wanted to come and see them, and he yeah. enjoyed himself. That was it. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I think its a great album.
0: So yeah, no, I—I I can listen to that era of Ramstein again. I'm not a massive fan. I've been to see them live twice. They're—they're they're an amazing spectacle to watch. Um, but you know, that's—that's that's, its a decent album, and I—I I, I get why it's there. Um, Kill switch engage, alive or just breathing—that's a given for this era. I think we'll all agree with that. Just yeah. Coming out of New Metal, this was just like, oh fuck, this is this is what we want. This this will kill off new metal, this kind of thing. And all the other bands that followed after this, yeah, granted, there was some you know some shit in there as well, but this is a classic. I think it genuinely goes down as a bona fide classic modern metal album. Yeah. You know, I think um this is the kind of thing that you know that back then 20 years ago would have made Padre listen to new things probably yeah so if it's got that kind of influence it definitely deserves to be there mastodon remission 100 fucking percent i'm glad yeah, you put yeah. this in there and and not yeah. you know not the others from the in the early 2000s it's momentous so i think i've told this story several times i i read the review of this album in terrorizer hadn't heard it loved the artwork went to hmv on oxford street bought the album And I was just completely fucking blown away by it. It, it, There was no one doing anything like this at the time, not on that scale anyway. And the guitar work on it is just unreal. And we know that from listening to Wolfman trying to play March of the Fire Ants over (laughs) and over and over again. Um, (coughs) I think it was March of the Fire Ants. It's a long time ago, but yeah, this, this album is is huge. It's one of my all time favorites. That will never change. It's incredible, and when, when they reissued it with the uh, the cover of Emerald in there as well, just yeah, that just that just sort of rounded it off, really. Yeah,
1: um,
0: absolutely. Yeah, just just a fucking monster. Um, less so, fucking hell! I we have to do this? Event Sevenfold, Waking the Fallen. I, so, I'm going I'm to put my mic down for a minute and, and just just let you go.
1: Yeah, it's because I'm trying to at least acknowledge trends and stuff that was going on in each decade and you know, grunge, doom metal, glam, whatever. I don't think you can talk about naughty's rock without acknowledging emo. It, it happened. Can. It, it was a big fucking deal, whether we like it or not. You can't change history. Um Now, obviously, I'm not going to include fucking Finch or brand new or whatever in a list like this and all the sort of punky stuff. Um, and, you yeah, know, there's some good stuff there. I'm certainly not going to include Bloody My Chemical Romance. But I kind of wanted to
0: That's the first and last time you ever mentioned that band on the <laughs> podcast.
1: I kind of wanted to acknowledge it, but also I think it was a big deal at the time. They they exploded. They they got very big very quickly after they did some initial I mean I saw them at the Underworld and it was a fantastic gig. And yeah, they they were they went on to big venues very shortly after. And and it was this album that did it. And for me, this is kind of like, yeah, this is this is the sort of metal album of a the, of the decade that acknowledges the emo stuff without being emo for long. So that was the angle I was coming from.
0: I I, I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, <laughs> Padre's just looking into space now. So it's it's, it's If it time. helps,
1: if it helps, the new stuff is absolutely fucking dreadful.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> i'll take your fucking word for that it's a band that i'm never going to give the time of day you know i i, I have tried over the years but they just it's his voice i think
1: yeah i, I get that
0: yeah it's yeah. just it's oh god it's just fingernails down a blackboard territory just 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 no absolutely not so every now and then the, the one of those bands that come along on there that you just think fuck no just no and they're one of those for me so yeah.
1: I mean, if we you know, if we're talking the uh, the Orange County metalcore scene, you know, the kings for me are, are bleeding through.
0: Yeah, we're going bleeding but, through a portrait of the goddess, or to a slightly lesser extent, this is love, this is murderous. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah.
1: But again, the they just they, they were never as big. So I no. don't I don't think no. they was as representative of, of the noughties as, as the Ven were. As simple as that. So No,
0: but I, I yeah, I will add though, portrait of a goddess bleeding through. I I would take Sevenfold out and put that in I don't, don't give a fuck about how big they were it's a great great album and it, and it stands up today as well oh yeah you know, you know yes you, you could argue that some of the keyboard bits are a little bit cheesy but <coughs> there's, there's some fucking savage stuff on that and live back then they were unreal they were so good live at that time that early 2000 every time they came over here saw them in places like the Virgin Kentish Town the Underworld they were just, just monsters, life absolutely yeah. unreal, you know.
1: So, an amusing moment, obviously, when we did the uh Metal Pigeon website back in the day was uh, <laughs> was uh, the interview I did with Derek, the drummer. We did it in the uh, the janitor's closet behind <laughs> his victim academy. There you go, we couldn't find a room to sit in, so it's rock just yeah. rock and
0: fucking roll,
1: rock and roll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 that should be in there, but we'll you yeah, know, we'll, we'll leave that there for the minute. Once by Nightwish. Why is that in
1: there? Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I was thinking, you know what? I haven't really, really done a great deal of like goth metal or symphonic metal, power metal kind of stuff.
0: And it's the only Finnish album we've got, isn't it? I think, yeah.
1: It, it is, yeah. yeah. And again, sales-wise, I mean, Christ, from a sales perspective, that album was gangbusters.
0: Absolutely. Oh yeah, it was massive. Yeah, yeah.
1: But if you think about. Uh, and again, I'm, I'll say this once because I don't really want to say it again. But if you think about Evanescence, that that song and that album was massive, absolutely yeah. massive. Yeah, and, it was, exactly. and it was a gateway. I think it brought a lot of people into metal, um, that stuff. And I think Nightwish, they capitalised on it, and they just did that stuff so much better because obviously they've been kicking around for ages. And so I kind of, yeah, I, I wanted to represent that stuff but also, yeah, you know what? They sold, they sold a lot. It was a bloody great album. I, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm hoping for it to be taken out, but it was kind of, yeah, it just, it just made it. But
0: if we're gonna talk a token, say a token finish entry, then, I mean, I, I, I do get why that's in there because it, it is massive. But Hate Crew Death Roll,
1: I suppose. Yeah, again, it's a fantastic album. It's one of my favourites. I, I think it was just a case of sales numbers. It. it
0: it's not even not the same planet as once. Fucking sell out. So um the last one you've got in there is Trivium Ascendancy. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's a great album. I, I won't have anything said against it. I, I like Trivium anyway. They've had they had a bit of a dip. Some of the stuff has been a bit dull over the recent years, but Ascendancy is a great album. I mean, I mean, the biggest thing for them was when they played download this year, when they opened the main stage and it was like a headline band. You know, they're really still really fresh in their career. First album since going off Life Force Records when the debut was originally released. This was Roadrunner and the hype was there and they owned that main stage at Download in 2005 at half 11 in the morning, completely owned yeah. it. They, they They just kind of, they've run with it really.
1: It's like, say, that blend of like really accessible classic metal with just brutality. I mm. to, took it, yeah I mean, Yeah, like, they, they did that, really well. Like, playing Folkestone I think later this year so I think we need to make a point of
0: going to that. Yeah they are they're uh, Orbit Orbiculture on that tour as well so oh uh, right yeah so okay. you know yeah they're they're playing some really weird and random places around the UK and fair play to them look and and Matt Heafy as well he's I think we we can consider him a defender of the faith he's he's just he is all about the metal and, and he's yeah. he gets involved with with so many other bands he's he's just a he's just a he's just a metal fan and and you can tell he just he just loves being involved in it and I've, I've got a lot of time for that
1: yeah
0: so you know maximum respect um,
1: so so what are we going to what are we going to choose instead potentially what what are your, no, your I, I
0: I would I would take Avenged Sevenfold Waking the Fallen out and I'd put Bleeding Through Portrait of a Goddess in there but that's probably a personal thing and I would take oh, out not
1: oh, huh? this is love not this is love this is murderous.
0: no no because I think I think Portrait of a Goddess is just savage um, and it's those songs live that come across as just something completely different. It's, it's just, just fucking brutal. There's a couple of other omissions in there though. The oncoming storm. And I think at the time, maybe not, but I think now when you look back on that era, the oncoming storm on earth, if no one knows what I'm talking about, that's um, that, st- that really stands up from that era as, as a, as a, a, a just a stunning piece of work of that kind of that that whole metal core thing and and that time that's that's up there with some of the best it's almost up there with the live or just breathing I think
1: yep that's fair
0: that's that's another one you've got no Lamb of God in there
1: yeah you know you yeah, that's, that? that's for me that's for megadeth like well where do I fit the in kind of thing but also you know what I was struggling to choose because I mean time and again I see so so many lists say that Ashes of awake is their best album and it's it's not for me I I'm 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 very much an As The Palaces Burn slash
0: uh, Sacrament fan. Yeah, I, I would go with Sacrament because I think it's got that kind of Pantera vibe. Sacrament, they yeah. again, they, they, they kind of made a step forward. But and look at them now; that they're another one that gone from gone from strength to strength. Their performance at Bloodstock last year, they completely fucking owned that place. They had all the pyro and everything as well, and and yeah, they they were awesome, absolutely awesome. Live, not many bands come close just for coming out and just having a, an impact opus where's blackwater park yeah
1: a- again I, I, again i was struggling for a space and i think yeah um well you say blackwater park what about Ghost Reveries.
0: yeah another one
1: that's it yeah. Which
0: I, I prefer over blackwater park but i think you know from an opus point of view blackwater park was just a again it's another step forward and the impact that album had
1: yeah like, exactly. I think that's where you sort of get rid of something like nightwish instead and have have them because I they can cover the yeah
0: and'll we'll, we'll get rid of converge as well that, that, that's the we, we've torn that apart completely so uh so you it was, it,
1: it, it's difficult it's you know trying to try to identify these it's there's a lot of things to consider
0: well if you talk about things to consider then we're going to the 2010s now well, this,
1: yeah but yeah this is, so,
0: so before we, think- before we did this and, and and wanted to put this together. The one decade that, that Ant was struggling with was the 2010s. So we thought we'll leave the 2010s and we'll throw in some some choices and we'll we'll kind of we'll we'll make this one up as we go along because it's it's a tricky period. There's there's been some great stuff, but there's not been a lot when you compare it to previous decades. So it,
1: there's no there's there's not as much of it's iconic. No. Even at this point. There
0: are a couple, but yeah. Yeah, Um, the the first one I put in there, and this is quite relevant to today, I think, is In Solitudes. The World, The Flesh, The Devil. Um, I think that album, it would be close between this and Enforcer Diamonds in terms of the rebirth of the new wave of traditional heavy metal. It kind of started with with these two albums. I went with this one because I got into In Solitude way before I got into Enforcer. Um, And this has all those key elements of of what is now the new wave of traditional heavy metal. So at the time, obviously, it probably didn't have much of an impact. I don't think it did, but it now stands the test of time and it has an influence on what's going on now. You may disagree, I don't know, but... Yeah. I, I,
1: I'm not familiar with the album, so I'll have to check it out. So
0: And they're Swedish, so, you know. And I think, I've got a feeling they were only like 18, 19 when this sure. album came out. So when you go back, when you actually listen to it, and you'll you'll hear what I mean by the influence on the current, the current stuff, it's um it's it's undeniable. Padre, you'll love this album. But I will um obviously we'll make a playlist as well. So anybody hasn't heard any of this stuff, it can uh, you, you can check it out. Uh, um, Gajira. Um, I'm not that familiar with Gajira, and I'm not a big fan of them. I know that's probably sacrilege, but I'm I've never really got into them. But I've I put L'Enfant Sauvage, or whatever it's called, but Magma's probably the other one that might get a shout. I, I don't know.
1: Lawful Sauvage. You know, I was toying with the idea of having From Mars to Sirius in the noughties list. Right. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I, I'm actually much... I've not checked enough of their stuff out, but I'm very familiar with L'Enfant Sauvage. It's a great album. Um, so I've probably It probably was the one that just took them... From a very well-regarded different kind of death metal band to a much more mainstream. Um,
0: yeah, that was that was my thinking. You think where they are now? Different.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I think there's a good, good, good justification for having it. To be fair, so yeah.
0: I mean, you look at them now, and they're they're filling arenas. Oh, it's, the place. It's,
1: it's ridiculous for the what they're doing now for their sound. It's
0: yeah, yeah. Because and this but, is why this is why I struggle with them. I just can't quite. I can't quite penetrate that sound. It's a bit, <clears throat> a bit progressive for me. Yeah,
1: I need I need to check them out a lot more because I, I do like that album. So uh, it's just okay, it's just time in it.
0: <laughs> I think that that one, that one goes in there anyway. Um, yeah. The, the third one I stuck in there. Power Trip, Nightmare Logic. Yeah. You know it's that's it's a rebirth of thrash metal. Not yeah. the thrash metal ever went anywhere, but this is this is modernizing thrash metal and doing it so fucking well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: No. <clears throat>
0: The impact that Power Trip has had on Padre. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah Power, I'm, I'm glad to see Power Trip.
0: We we have to recognise them, you know. And I know, I, I know that they they've obviously there's a little more hype over them because of the, the death of Riley. So there's, there's that kind of there's a, there's a different look at Power Trip than perhaps there would be. But I think if they if they were still around as a band, they would just go from strength to strength. They were that fucking good. A um, couple of them are in a band called Fugitive, which are worth checking out. And um, there's an EP out of only like five songs. I think there's a Bathory cover on it as well. That's really good. Um, but yeah, this this album is just yeah, it's just it's just brutal. It's full of hooks. It's just got such a great delivery the, the guitar tone on it, the production of it, it's just everything you want from a modern thrash album. Really, you, you can't really go wrong with it. And I don't think anybody would would disagree. No. We have to talk about Ghost. Yeah. If we are talking 2010s, who are fucking metal? I'm not
1: hearing a fucking word against that. Don't yeah, care.
0: they are. They're just they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're Stadium Metal. They're, we don't need to argue about that. But I,
1: yeah,
0: right. Brickwell is is obviously where they've they've broken into the upper echelons. But the debut album, Opus Eponymous... <laughs> I don't know which 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 one are we looking at here.
1: You know what? I think now. Now that you sort of updated it with debut, I think there's a very good, good argument for the debut instead, because the impact it had at the time, how Tobias used MySpace,
2: yeah, uh, yeah,
1: to launch himself, so to speak, and along came this band doing something that it wasn't being done at the time, outside you know, in that in that kind of cultish. type, occult-ish. yeah. yeah. Alice Cooper come black metal come weird. yeah again it was very fresh uh, And their sound you know this slightly sabbathia tea, new wave of british heavy metal but not it 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 was very fresh And again it didn't click with me at the time I'll be, I but I wasn't I just wasn't into that stuff at the, at the time but I, I think I, I I I I kind of think it probably has more justification for being on this list uh than prequel does because I think it just turned more heads within metal and it's a great album
0: yeah but there's potentially space for both yeah. of them i think um because Pre- prequel i think was the album that turned you wasn't it
1: oh god gotcha. yeah yeah no, I, yeah i just had you insisted i listen to it <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll give them another go, and I and I and I listened
0: to prequel three times in like the space of two hours that day. Yeah, there you go. So so, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, you just, you can't ignore hooks of that level. You just,
1: Uh-oh. it's
0: just impossible. Uh-oh. So, um, but we'll leave both of them in there for the minute. Um, I had a couple of suggestions from Bean on this. I I kind okay. of ran it past him yeah. to see what what his suggestions were. Um, so he threw in Black Sabbath thirteen. Interesting. Um, which was, yeah, interesting, controversial because his point was, it's Black Sabbath back together and recording music, and you know, still, and look, it's, it's a decent album, thirteen. I like it.
1: I suppose and, you could argue it's kind of like full circle. Yeah, last album as a band,
0: yeah, 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 like final album, you know, the full band and just doing their thing, and I, I, <laughs> I do see where he's coming from with that. It's, um, it, it deserves deserves a lot of respect, definitely. Um, and Judas Priest, Firepower, was another one that he he suggested. Obviously not one of Priest's best.
1: Well, it's very well regarded. Very but it well. is highly
0: regarded, and it's, it is yeah. a, it's still a damn good album. Um, and it's Priest, you know, moving into a new era without KK. Yeah. Which was obviously going to be tough. Um, but they they came out with this album that was kind of like a bit of a fuck you, and he's probably right with that. Yeah. It's a good shout. Yeah. I, I, yeah. For this series, it's, it's definitely a good shout. Uh, and the other one he suggested was Paradise Lost, The Plague Within, which is a damn good album, but i I'm... i Again, is
1: it got that, that sort of level? For me, the, the, like this?
0: Yeah, the, the latter Paradise Lost stuff, and I know they got a lot of grief in the late 90s and <laughs> early 2000s for being all Depeche Mode. Um but in Requiem was where everything changed again for Paradise Lost. I love that album.
1: When they play wow.
0: heavy again and you know, and they they've grown from that. And albums like The Plague Within a you know, they, they come from that.
1: You know, you know what? I mean, I, I probably need to give it more go, but you know, Requiem's always been a struggle for me. But you know, the, the self-titled one made it before that. Where they brought the guitars back properly, yeah, that's underrated. That deserves a lot more respect. It, it never seems to do well on this, but I think I think that's a damn good album. They're a
0: uh, they're, they're, they're a special band, Paradise Lost. Whichever way you look at it, you know, they're just about to go out and and um and tour Icon, aren't they? Thirtieth anniversary.
1: It is, yeah, yeah, we, um, they've recorded it as well, haven't they? Yeah,
0: they're re-recording. Yeah. There's going to be a special vinyl release, which I like, uh, yeah, be all over that. But yeah, throughout their career, they. They've either nailed it completely, or they've just pushed boundaries, and 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 for that, they deserve a, a huge amount of respect. So it's a bit odd that this is the first time we've really well, we talked about them in the '90s, but this is the first time they've actually appeared in a list. So maybe we missed a the trick there. I don't know. But so the the last few bits on this list have been put in here, and I
1: I've, I've added them. Yeah, a suggestion. Yeah.
0: A suggestion. <laughs> 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 um, baby metal. Right, come on. We're,
1: it's Metal whatever, resistance.
0: I, I I don't even know what that is.
1: Whatever whatever you think about them, I, I don't think you can say that they were unoriginal. That,
2: yeah.
1: yeah it, it was. It was very original. Okay, it was manufactured, but you've never seen anything like this. And it did very well. It made an impact. I, I think, yeah, you can't really talk about Thames metal without talking about baby metal. So, yeah, I, I mean... At, that's kind of
0: why I'm
1: adding them.
0: Yeah, I mean they, they were fucking massive, weren't they? At, at one point, they they hit an absolute peak, I mean, and people were going fucking nuts for them. I, I do believe they headline Wembley Arena as well. I think.
1: Yeah, almost certainly.
0: So it's 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 mad. What that became, um, but am I right in thinking they are now three completely different members?
1: Oh, I thought. they were two piece.
0: Or there's one, of, or okay, so yeah, right, wherever yeah. it is, but. The,
1: no, I think it's just a two-piece. I think it's the same same people. I don't think they. I don't. I, they're not the Sugar Babes. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: it's fucking Sugar Babes. It gets worse, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Behemoth, the Satanists. Yeah, this this gets this gets raved about. I, again, yeah. I'm not the biggest Behemoth fan, but this does get raved about this album.
1: Yeah, it's it's just got a very iconic place in metal in this decade. I think you know whether you like them or not. So that's it's very simple. It, it made a big impact. Got a lot of good reviews.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. And look, Bloodstock last year, they they were awesome live. But I think they were awesome live because of the stage show. The, the music for me is just a little bit samey with Behemoth. But i got a lot of time for Nurgal. I think he's great value. Um, his social media stuff is brilliant. The stuff he does is hilarious. The man's got a great sense of humour. Um, but uh, look, it's fair enough. So many people talk about this album. I've heard people consider this to be a perfect metal album. Whether such a thing exists or not is, is a different argument, but yeah. Um Death Heaven, Sunbather, I'm lost.
1: Yeah, it's, again, very uh, very well regarded. Did quite well, I think, within, within its own sort of scene. But you've had a lot of this sort of black-metal-y, shoegazy, weird stuff in this decade, haven't you? And I think that's that was the peak, apparently. So...
0: Well, I'll have to go and check it out then because I, I don't know anything about them. I, I I know they are held in quite high regard, but...
1: Yeah. Not yeah. sure, not sure they'd be your thing. I, maybe ultimately it's it's a sort of converge type sort of approach, but um, yeah, that, that's, that's where I was coming from.
0: Well, you just put me off completely now. <laughs> um, and the last one that's been thrown in on this list is, is Sabaton Heroes. I don't actually know this album.
1: Again, I'm not that familiar with it, but... Sabaton, the, the the rise of Sabaton in the last few last few years, it's just momentous.
0: And this is a band yeah. that are right up Padre Street. Yeah, they really are. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> Every just, sense of the word. You know the, how big they've become. Um, yeah. I don't think you can really ignore them at this point. And I, it was that was like, you know what, they got. I think they got to be on the list somewhere. And that this seems to be the one where that did well enough in the charts
0: um they've made like a really sort of you know steady linear rise haven't they just kind of gradually got bigger and bigger headlining festivals headlining arenas now headlining arenas in the uk even you know know, about
1: that blend between classic heavy metal and power metal (coughs) you
0: know it's yeah yeah Yeah. and every single song about war i think yeah
1: yeah yeah but Outside, but I, honestly, I'm really struggling for the 10. So I, I, I can tell there's probably been some great albums, but again, it's just, it's that iconic status, that big selling status, that impact. I, I If anyone has got anything to suggest, then by all means, let us know.
0: Yeah, we'll put this out to social media um, once the episode goes live. It's I'm sure that, that people are going to suggest things that we wouldn't have even thought about. And you'll go, oh, fuck, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm sure we'll get slagged off for not putting Rust in Peace in there. Yeah. But, you know, it's. But look, Padre, if you're going to do that, what are you going to take out of the 90s, out of those 10 albums, and put Rust in Peace in there? Because I'd, I'd struggle, other than Machine Ed, but I've already got a replacement for that in At the Gate. So I would struggle to take anything else out.
2: But I, I would take Sepulchre out.
0: I'm surprised at that. It, look, the 90s is always going to be a tough one because it's. It, it, there's just so many, so many classic albums, and all for different reasons as well. It's just, it, it would be really difficult. But
1: I mean, there's, there's an argument, there's an argument then for getting maybe getting rid of the first Slipknot album and keeping Sepultura at some capacity. A bit of a noughties, you get rid of one of the other albums and stick it in Iowa. I mean, again, that's the heaviest album that's ever made number one across several countries. So,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You could you could fiddle about with it that way.
0: Why why have we why have we left out Megadeth? This this is the thing. It's
1: I, I think it's just the way I kind of juggle juggled for the, the, the decades, and in the end I kind of. But yeah, just I, I see the big fresh four as being so interconnected. I suppose it's like if I have those three, I've got to have Anthrax. I'm struggling to take anything else out. I wanted I know what you think about Motley Crew, but what if glam metal represented in some capacity, and I think Motley Crue were. You know, it's a great album for what it is, and they've got that infamy and impact on a cultural basis. So,
0: do we have do we have to acknowledge hair metal though? Do we really have to? No, we don't. We don't I have think, to.
1: You know, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 when you're talking about pop culture and news in the '80s, there was no no differentiation from people between Motley Crue and Iron Maiden. They they were all just like heavy metal bands. That's the thing, you know. That's the, true. The,
2: the, That's the people true. Look,
1: people looking in, there was no difference between Motley Crue, Death Leopard, Iron Maiden. Yeah, I'm metal sorry. Metal. I'm
2: sorry. When did when did the when did the, the the wider view of people outside of metal ever really affect metal vans' views? It, the, their opinions aren't important. It's the, it's the it's the it's the it's the the view and the opinions of people within the subculture. That's what matters, not the you, wider appeal. You fucking gatekeeper. No, it's not gatekeeper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he, he's he's right in what he says, though. That the, the likes of Motley Crue, it it does it does transcend into normal popular culture. That's that's a fact. We can't ignore that.
2: No, I'm, I, a good thing or I, not, yeah, that, but... and that's and that's fine. But I I don't I don't think um, how many metal fans at the time was were, were lumping Maiden in with with not no, a metal fan. No one no. No. No, no, was it. No, exactly.
1: point and that's, the, point and that's is, the
2: only thing that matters because the they the were the ones is. that were buying the records and going to the gigs.
1: The point <laughs> of this list was to <laughs> potentially, you know, a newcomer say, you know, give, give me all the, you know, what was metal all about? Talk to me about metal. Here you go. Here's 50 albums from metal's history. I didn't want to repeat myself too much. And I thought, you know, you can't talk about 80s metal without talking about Motley Crue and Bam. That's, that's the thinking behind it.
2: Yeah, and then they and then they're going to listen to the fifty albums, and then they'll 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 come across, you know, a few days later, they'll come across Megadeth, and they'll come back to you and say, "I don't trust you anymore because you didn't put Megadeth <laughs> on the list." You know, it's, it's like,
0: all right, fi- finally, before we go, then I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to make you take out one of those Black Sabbath albums because you broke your fucking rules. <laughs> we- which one are you taking out?
1: Uh, I'll, t- I'll take "Out Paranoid" because you have to keep the first album in.
0: Right, that's that was that was the right answer. Question so, is though, what are you going to put in its place? Because we can't have nine. Uh
1: yeah. I mean, like I say, in the seventies. I was struggling. I was struggling. So,
0: I mean is is there a, I, is there a place for Thin Lizzy jailbreak in here?
1: I, I think there is a place because my only other suggestion is 2112 by Rush, and I know you'll
0: fuck off. No <laughs> fucking way. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Right, look that. Dragenza's made the call. I'm sorry, but it's yeah. done. it's Thin Lizzie jailbreak. It's certainly not I mean, fucking Rush. I
1: mean, Blue
2: Oyster Cult, but i are just not heavy no, Just get out. Just, <laughs> just get out. I've had enough, man.
0: On that note, I think we'll call it a night. Like I said, well, I'll put all this out on social media as well this week, so you know anybody can have a have a dig over it, and i will be interested to hear uh, other people's suggestions of things that we've missed because just just. Be- just-
1: be gentle with the name calling. <laughs> I, I, I'm a delicate man.
0: We we don't we don't accept name calling. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, we'll send Padre around to uh, to educate you on the the the, uh, the originality of the Champions League theme. If anybody gives you abuse, so um, yeah, look, look it's, it's it's been fun looking back. at it. I I do get why most of it's there, and I think most of it is right. Yeah. Um, mm. I will. I will always dislike you now for putting Motley Crue in there, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a long playlist. I'll give it that.
2: I mean, it's not uh, for me. It's 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 no more. He he's completely made his position as the the so-called voice of reason untenable. I mean, <laughs> it, for me, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 the voice of treason. That's what it is. <laughs> it, 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 some, some of those, some of his suggestions are are just treasonous that's that's the only way i can describe them i mean
0: right right okay on that note uh, thank you for uh thanks for listening this week thank you for listening for the last year and the previous 49 episodes um hopefully we'll be here in about a year's time and we'll be at 100 episodes if people are still listening it's yeah yeah so uh thanks for that we'll see you next week i don't know what we, we've got next week anybody got any suggestions or ideas it's, it's,
1: it's all good with you week next week isn't it?
0: Yeah, oh that's the point. Yeah, yeah, we've got to look back at May because we haven't done that yet. So yeah. um I've got to listen to a lot of
1: next week because I've listened to fuck all the last two weeks with moving house. So <laughs> I've got work. Yeah and and you
0: know what I actually thought there wasn't a lot out in May and then when I started putting a list together it was actually pretty long. So um yeah. so yeah we'll <laughs> we'll look back on May next week so that'll probably take a couple of fucking hours as well. <laughs> um yeah thanks for listening and uh we'll uh see you next week.
1: Good.